<laughs> Pew. Yeah. Bigger targets, easier to hit. So my ADHD is stars. kicking in. <laughs> my, my, my ADHD is kicking in, and like every time I hear the pew, 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 I'm like in my head, I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> at you, brother. Oh man. Uh, welcome to the Rogue Agents. Oh, wow, <laughs> wrong show. Uh, welcome to Rogue Supporter Star Wars Shadowpoint <laughs> Podcast. We are your hosts, Dizzard, Omnis, and Finger Guns. Our goal as a cast is to give you that support you need for your gaming needs, whether that be tactics, supplies, hobby ideas, or just friendly banter. We are in your corner of the cantina. If you enjoy what you are listening to, be sure to leave a review and let us know how we are doing as well. Come hop in our Discord. The virtual hop, so please like hop on your computer. That'd be terrible. Uh, there, you can show off your hobby, talk Dude, rules and more. tactics, and anything Star Wars Shatterpoint related. <laughs> the link will be in the description. Now let's open those blast doors and get on with the show. I almost close the blast doors. Close the blast doors. Like one second into it, you were just like, <laughs> "I've I got this." Go I'm point. gonna get it. I let it. I let it go at that point, you know? It's just like, what's, yeah. what's the point? But, uh, so let's go ahead and open up with uh, Rogue's Cantina. What are you playing, painting, drinking, whatever it may be? Let's start with Omnis. What you got going on? Uh, well, I picked up some new... I got an Eclipsosaurus Celestial IPA Ooh, from, from Ninkasi, which I had not had before. So this is a, a, a first time for our, for our second episode. Um, but, man, I am... I am so ready for this stuff to hit. I got like my announcement from DGI of like the stuff is shipping and like the actual release date is the second. And so like that was like hit me with more hype. I know like DGI is not sponsoring us or anything, but um, I'm picking up some stuff from Mox. And then I also, because I wanted like an extra core set for more terrain and to potentially have models in case, you know, Steph wants to paint something. Um, yeah. So I just picked up some stuff from DGI. And so that was Good just man. like give me hype. I've been looking at some of the models trying to figure out like how am I am I going to paint some of these Mandalorians, right? Like am I going to go with the exact scheme or am I going to try to like bring all my Mandalorians together in kind of a similar scheme? That's something I've Have you guys thought about that at all? Like are you I think you should do them like the coven, like the like 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 Din's coven of of Mandalorians. Random random Mandalorian so just like colors. random parts and random colors. <laughs> <laughs> this one's a poo brown color. <laughs> I might do that. I like There's not a bad idea. Yeah. The Mandalorians we'll stick together. But yeah, just better, drinking, yeah. drinking, and planning at the moment for me is what's going on. Awesome, nice. Awesome. I wanted this for last week. It's called Star Wars. Uh, it's an imperial <laughs> stout, but it was so good that I, I drank got it all that before reference. the last show. <laughs> So it's funny oh, when you said man. that you were waiting for this to hit. I thought you were talking about your fancy beer. <laughs> we're just you, waiting for this stuff to hit. Me. I want to try a Star Wars now. Where do you where do you get it? <laughs> yeah, where do you get that? Okay, I think this is from uh, Fatty's Beer Works in Charleston, South Carolina. So the mm. uh, the opposite coast of of Washington. Hmm. You uh, send me uh, like a quick shot of the beer or something at some point. I'll see if it's something like one of my Devmos uh, or something can get in because that would be hilarious. Maybe. 
It's a very I dark, bet, very I bet you Bebmo could order it for you at like a oh, premium sure. $100 a can. <laughs> <laughs> Is it worth $100 a can, Sam? Like what? $100 a can might be a bit of a stretch. <laughs> this isn't like Formula One stuff over here. Uh, this seems like it's just like, it's a good beer. It's solid. Yeah. It's it's strong. Um, they make their own labels. I have this kind of like running joke with me buying beer where it's like, oh, does it make its own label? Because <laughs> yeah. like, it's either going to be yeah. really good or like it's going to be uncarbonated by the time you open oh, no. it. <laughs> but it's good. It's good beer. Hundred bucks a little steep. I can't wait until uh, uh, Shatterpoint has an event held at a brewery because they're catching on with oh, Marvel yeah. Crisis Protocol, right? Like, you know, uh, that'll be that would be sweet. I wonder if there's a brewery called Shatterpoint. If there is, we should reach out and find them and then host that tournament wherever it is in the United States. I'm going to Google that shit right now. (laughs) Is there a Shatterpoint brewery? (laughs) Well, that Uh, Shatterpoint is the game. (laughs) Of course, of course, of course. Uh, I've been building a lot of stuff for other games, which has been fun. Uh, I haven't built an army in a long time. I'm building an army right now. I feel completely hobby stymied because of it. Because it's been so much to build. And now I still have to base. And then, like, after basing, I can finally get around to to painting. But I got a bunch of this army second-handed. So uh, it's, like, missing heads and stuff. So I'm waiting on, like, eBay to provide me with the missing heads first. (laughs) That's one of headless. It's fine. (laughs) I am right now. If only they were horsemen. They're not. They could be. You could just say they are. I cannot find something Shatterpoint and beer related. Maybe there's a listener who wants to go on this quest for us. What's the closest to Shatterpoint that you could find (laughs) a brewery name? And, like, can we run an event there? Be a... a, 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 this. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Baby Yoda! I wanted to give you little blue cookies. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's see. Hammered point. I can see a hammered point. What about hammered a? Uh, point. <laughs> I can see a. I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. There's a brewery out there called Charter Point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's be real. People's uh, no, toilet humor is the best humor. Uh, I can't can't focus. <laughs> For the listeners, right. uh, Greg Webster accidentally one. typed Charter Point so many times that occasionally his phone auto-corrected Charter Point <laughs> to Charter Point. I honestly don't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, and even so, if he did that see. intentionally because it's funny, I don't care. It's amazing. God, I oh, love man. Greg Webster. I hope that's just All what right. he called like his shorts. Before Shatterpoint came out, oh, Shatterpoint. I'm, I'm hitting the Shatterpoint. Having another Shatterpoint tonight. <laughs> I mean, I, I always thought that that's just there's a point where you've eaten so much Taco Bell <laughs> that you have reached the Shatterpoint. I hope I never experience a Shatterpoint. <laughs> uh, I may have had one right before the show. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, what, what are you playing? Paint and drinking. I got a good old fashioned uh, sour monkey because it's delicious and still go. not sponsored by Victory Brewing. Um, maybe I'll get it with this one. Grogu <laughs> um, should just be on a shelf, like right behind you. I don't like, have right a. There. I don't. I don't have a shelf. I have a flag. Just just spin in the chair so one time. Make it. Grogu happy. He's, he's still in the package. Give him, give him, you could just put little hooks spin. in the ceiling, some fishing oh. line. Hang Grogu right behind you. Just, just not like literally behind. hang him like with oh. a rope. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just like dangle. Might get some negative reviews if you did got that. Dark. Yeah. Got dark. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. Painting. I haven't painted in a while. And I'm slacking, um, but I'm excited <sighs> for the core set and my Dooku box to get here. You're like getting ready to Super Saiyan, right? So you're like, yeah, I'm gonna like paint everything. Wait, all are you once. saying I you're have... not ordering Obi Wan? You are skipping that's exactly the Obi Wan box. Yeah, that's that's exactly wow. what I'm saying. Wow, Obi Wan, he's skipping the Obi Wan box. I, that's, you, that's 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 another mirror. I don't have to play. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let me. Don't get me wrong. I'll probably buy him eventually because he's actually really, really, really good. But uh, yes. I think it's exactly what Sam's talking about. Is like Obi Wan's going to be everywhere when this game first comes out, and I I don't I'm not a fan of mirrors. Um, mm. So there's I mean, listeners. I mean, Duke is going to be everywhere too. So in chat, I want to know: Are you skipping either Duku or Obi, and why? Or you can say in Discord. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. I'm you just do. really curious. Are you smarter than Dizzard? That's what I want to know. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No skip full gas. Right now. Um, let's see. And then I also have like all my MCP crap that I need to paint because Nova is fast approaching. And Thankfully, got, like, they've s- delayed M'Baku until July plus so that I have time to Shatterpoint before I there. go M'Baku <laughs> on everyone. Oh, what's up, Mike? Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, watching, been watching Clone Wars and Mandalorian because I still have not finished season three. I'm, I'm real behind. Oof. Speaking of slacking, but I'm, I'm rewatching Clone Wars as well still. I've been going through it. Yeah. Like, God, that show smashes. Like, it really does. Like, I did not appreciate it when it first came out when I was younger. And I, like, I thought it was, like, kind of a gimmick. Um, but watching it now, I'm like, there's so much backstory in the show that I never really paid attention to. The weird thing about the show is the episodes with Anakin tend to be the less interesting episodes. It's yeah. like the the episodes that are like just <laughs> random clone shit are amazing. And just like random Kit Fisto episode, amazing, right? Like it's just every or everything Soka about even. some randy random Jedi is really interesting. Like the Shock T episode where they're like dealing with the clone troopers being trained under the bounty hunters, <laughs> super interesting. Ah, it's just Oh man! Like, <laughs> okay. So Mike says everything but that, that like eight weird. episode droid arc from Clone so first Wars of all, after season one's pretty good. Uh, um, Mike says Charles's beard is living up to the hype. This is beard is peach fuzz. Sorry. Uh, first of all, let me give you a little backstory because like because of the army, I, I can't grow more than a quarter of an inch. So I had to trim it, and then Boring. I trimmed it too far. And because I trimmed it too far in one spot, I can't just leave that one spot trimmed too far. <laughs> so I had to start over. That's um, a rookie beard mistake right there. It really, it really <laughs> is. You remember the first time that you're like, I'm going to trim my beard, and it's like 1 a.m., and you're just like, we've all made that mistake. I made it when I was so, like 22, and I was like, never again am I trimming a beard late at night. I'll do it with my head, and that's when I cut my head. Um, and it's the worst part ever. Like I, I, anybody who does not shave their head, like cutting your head is probably the worst 
cut you can give yourself. It's always like it'll bleed don't for hours. And I yeah, I don't understand it. It'll just bleed for hours. Like <laughs> Oh man. Uh skill issue. That's why I shave your baldy head. Fair enough. Um the first mistake was trimming your beard all I have to. Right, let's go ahead and move on. Um So we got Chamber of Judgment. Ominous, what do you have for the Chamber of Judgment this week? Alright. I wanna talk about the basically the, the score tracking in um, in Shatterpoint, and I just like how elegant the ability, like not just managing the score, but since it's a tug of war, and I love how many dials that they can tweak regarding moving the struggle versus scoring. Right, so when you when you um, wound a character, right, you get to like shift the struggle towards you. I'm just really excited to see the different ways that this plays out. Right, like. What, what happens when you have something that can move the struggle tracker like two or something like that? I I am really excited to see all of the different ways that this plays out. The way that it you, you keep seeing it worked into like the 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 what's the what are the signature abilities called on the on the primaries? They have a term for it, and I I'm forgetting what it. is it called. I had the robot um, pulled up. Where is it? Yeah, but they, they, a lot of their signature abilities, right? Like can often interact interact with it, right? Like. Where when Anakin goes after a primary, right, like he can score, and you know you're moving the struggle tracker, um, like, and you could like, I doubt they'll do that many things that move the struggle tracker like backwards, like have someone lose momentum, but maybe you could have it be a like a downside effect for a character, right? Like maybe. You know, maybe a character you you lose a lose a momentum, but like gain a force or something. Like, there's a lot of really interesting ways that you could play around with it. Um, what are, identity what are you guys ability, on? Identity, identity ability. Yes, that's the one. Identity. Um, <laughs> oh, Mike said it like five minutes ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. You love the beard, and you love your your terminology. Appreciate you. Roots. Um, I honestly think like like. Sam said, I think Sam said it last time, where he's like, the scoring mechanic is just super cool this game, like with Tug of War. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really good point with how gaining momentum just completely shifts it. Like, I was playing a game, oh, I forgot with who, but it was very much like I felt in massive control. I had all the points. I was scoring good. And then my opponent just kept getting the momentum tracker every single turn because I was so far ahead of them in scoring that they were able to get that momentum, and then they got a, a wound on top of the momentum. So next thing you know, they're scoring two momentum a turn, where they're still not really banking on points, but they're able to keep me floating around that zero mark, like that one to zero mark. And then they're getting the momentum, the momentum, the momentum. And the next thing you know, they just like have one good swing turn, and then they score out. And it's like, I was winning this, and all of a sudden I lost it. I think momentum is almost stronger than just straight out scoring, uh, because it helps you get that clutch moment where you just close the game out. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious if down the road there's going to be specific strategies, because I've had that come up as well, where there was a game where I was behind. Um, it was actually, it was an Act 2, and so I had won the first Act, and then in Act 2, they were just always ahead, just a little bit, right? It was like 3 down to 2, 3 down to 1, you know, 2 down to 1. It was like constantly just hovering right above 0, and so my momentum kept moving, and theirs didn't, because we were not getting to 0. And I just kept them from ever winning, 
and then all of a sudden it was just like, boom, scored like three VPs, and like, I only needed to get to one on my side, and yeah. was basically winning, and that was the one game that I've won Act 1 and Act 2. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm really curious, especially as other characters come out, there might be some very legitimate strategies about how you are manipulating, like, is there going to be a point where you don't want to let it move to zero? Do you do you want mm. to, like, let your opponent, like, score one less to, like, keep it on their side so your momentum keeps shifting? Like, I, I don't know, maybe. Like, it's just it's a, just a really interesting territory. What about you, Sam? What, do, what are you thinking so far? Only way I've been able to like wrap my head around it is just thinking about it in like total spaces yeah. for both players and <clears throat> how many how many how many spots is it how many spots does it need to move how many yeah. spots is it gonna move so if it moves you know like two or three for me but it stays on their side it's almost the same it feels almost the same as you know like scoring one less because you're basically giving giving them some advantage it's a it's a beautiful system. And I have not completely grokked it yet. I'm still trying to, to figure this thing out, wrap my head around it. I don't want to get too hypothetical, right? But imagine if, like, the Emperor or something could spend force to manipulate the struggle. Like, to, like, move the momentum one one direction or the other. You know, something like that, you know. Um, there's just I'm still trying of- to, like, get people off points so I can score and win games. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 the next level, I think, man. <laughs> I think I think it'd be really cool to have a momentum manipulation ability, but I feel like it would have to. I could see there being something like when your opponent gains a momentum, you also gain a momentum. Like I could see that Ooh. being more fair than just being enforced for it. Um, because I, I feel like if you just enforce for it, you would just you would just always enforce. You'd just always be like, I'm getting a momentum for this misforce. But um, but if if it's a character, right? You know, you only activate the emperor maybe three, four, maybe five times at most over the course of an entire game. I, I, honestly, I'm kind of leaning more towards like, I feel like the most I have activated a character is probably three times, and that's like including shatter points. I think I've done a four. And that's it. Yeah. But like, but most of the time, you're probably only activating a character three times. But I'm just saying, in an extreme situation where you're using your shatter points as well, and that's so. If we're talking about a character who, during their activation, can move the momentum one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, over the course of the entire game, you maybe get five momentum out of them. But like, fucking Anakin can just kill people and score. So. Yeah. You know, is it is it but, more but powerful I, again, than that? I don't know. Again, arguably, let me let me ask you this: Do you think straight VPs or momentum is stronger? I don't know. That's a good question, right? Like, well, I mean, obviously, well, I mean, both can just straight win yeah. you a game, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I lost a game to Anakin where he just he he needed three points to win. And I had one point on the double scoring objective and he just yep. was able to go up kill the well i think he needed four but he was able to kill a carrot he was able to wound a gar saxon shift the momentum and score a point and then get the double score and it was just like and just finished off the game um and that's obviously stacking those effects essentially but um yeah which is better i think is a situational thing there are times where you want to move the momentum more than you want the point um like momentum's not going anywhere your VPs are like they feel somewhat fungible, like just turn after turn where you're like, all right, I'm up three. Oh no! All right, now we're back to zero, yeah. right? But like the the momentum stays, and so it, it. I'm almost 
more concerned about giving up momentum to my opponent than I am about scoring VPs or them scoring VPs until yeah. it's like the turn that's going into the turn where it's like you're like you need four. It's impossible for me to stop you. So on that topic, so I hadn't really thought about this before the episode when I was when I brought this up, but this is kind of why I just thought this would be an interesting topic. Maybe there are situations where on your turn, right, if you're going like, oh, I could score three and that would put me to one. Or do I want to let it go zero and shift the momentum in? Do I, like, especially if you have something really interesting to do with that character, right? Where you're like, maybe I just intentionally let it go zero and I'm setting up for something. I think I think that's like one of the biggest keys to scoring in this game is how do you balance your momentum and VPs? And like, I, I, I'm still wrapping my head around that, but it's like, yeah. I, it's definitely something that I think is going to really separate your top of the line players from your, your like next down. Your Padawans from your masters. Star Wars. <laughs> I think it's really going to separate people. Um, because if like, if you have somebody who can like balance out, my momentum gain slash my VP gain, that person is just probably going to end up crushing the person who doesn't understand that balance and is just going for VPs. Because, like I talked about in my game that I was talking about earlier, it's like, like I felt in total control because I was just scoring VPs, and then the next thing I know, they just went out because they only needed to score three because their momentum was on one. Especially for, say, like an Anakin team or something, yeah. where you know that you have big spike potential win with an Anakin activation right if you want to hover things and like keep the keep the momentum shifting um, and then all of a sudden just boom, score a bunch of points like I don't know could be a thing very very hypothetical talk here yeah Mike um, uh, says something in the chat it's interesting getting the momentum is worse than the VP I think you getting the VP is a negative one for your opponent whereas momentum is only for you but like most of the times turn by turn I would say you gain at least one momentum, so it's it's like shortening the track. And I guess this is where like, the pressure comes in that they're talking about. Like, like, and you definitely feel the game speed up. It's insane how fast the game picks up. Like, I swear, I'll have a game where like struggle one will be anywhere from an hour to two hours, and then struggle two, and if needed, three is like twenty minutes each. It's just over. Like, <laughs> it's so fast. Well, and also maybe it could be a strategy like um, in anti-Anakin stuff where you're just like, I don't want to feed my primary or secondary to Anakin. So can I find, rather than going for like win by one this round, get myself to one, maybe it's worth going to finding a plan that goes to zero, but like keeping my shit away from Anakin's murder. Something. I mean, if if you're, if you're really worried about Anakin, just send Ahsoka into him. Like he's just like, I don't care. I'll take half that damage and then I'll take half of the next damage too. Oh look, your Anakin's now pretty much dead. <laughs> I think positioning is still more important. I think that you want to make yeah. sure that your your positioning is leaving you set up for the next time that you're going to activate that person because you really don't know when that's going to happen. So they really have to be in a good position. That's the only time yeah. I think I would purposefully choose to, lo- to leave score off the board in favor of gaining momentum is if I felt like I was in a much better position going forward. I think, I think so far, there has been a few moments where I'm like, momentum, I can gain, what, like three momentum off of this turn right here by, no, no, two momentum. You can only really gain two momentum. I don't know how you gain three. Um, but gain three momentum off of this. I'm going to let my opponent, like, push momentum because then I'll come back the next turn and score four, and that's a win. 
but it's like it definitely right. comes into balancing out like your momentum slash vp gains and knowing when to sacrifice to gain that momentum like you're saying well maybe so like say in like act two or three Right. If say if you've got you know an unactivated Anakin that's going to activate real soon on one point maybe. of the three, right? But then the other two, maybe it's worth going after the other two and being like, I'm going to go for yeah. momentum this round, avoid Anakin, head towards the other two spots, and try to like leave Anakin out by himself. Where he, then he also you, in that situation you could potentially denying your opponent scoring. And momentum because Anakin doesn't get to murder. I know we're t- I'm talking about Anakin a lot, but um, I don't know. But like, like a, a real talk though. Sam said maybe right, and I tell you what, Anakin always gets to activate at the most inopportune times for the Anakin player, <laughs> and what feels like the most opportune time for the non-Anakin player. Like, uh, I'm so, so glad that's just my personal experience. <laughs> No, I feel I feel it though. Where it's just like, like whenever I'm into An- whenever I'm facing Anakin, it's always been that Anakin got the time to activate right at the perfect moment. And whenever I've played Anakin, it's very much like, <laughs> where is he in this deck? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I feel. That's the that's my energy right there. No. I've had one oh. good activation with Anakin where like it was like, wow, fantastic! I can't believe that this just happened. That he's here right now when I need him. And uh, then he skill issue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just didn't get the job done, which also happens. So, all right. Well, I think this will wrap us up for talking about VPs. Unless you guys have any other things you want to hit up on. No, it. I think that was good. I think that was good. I think it was, I like it was, it. It was good. I, I'm really liking this Chamber of Judgment segment because it's it's one word. We're going into hey, like if you're going to say little... the name. You have to say it cool, not just like oh Chamber. Of you didn't say it cool. This is the Chamber of Judgment. <laughs> All right. You um, <laughs> where I did. You're right. I'm sorry. I'll I'll get better about this. I need to I need to get better at voices. Okay. Like let me just. I've been. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. So the main topic of the week. <laughs> we're gonna be wow. getting into. Uh. I, I I had this real punny thing, and then I kind of just like. Eh. Um, but anyways, we're gonna be digging up some roots. Let's talk about combat trees. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I got, I, I rolled you back in with that. The one. root of the problem the is the damage <laughs> trees or the the root. All right. Uh okay, so I don't know, let's let's start with uh Sam. What do you what yeah. do you look for in a combat tree and why? Well, I can have this. How about just describe it. This, this is a very early episode. Game's not even out yet. Describe a combat tree. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. So a combat tree is uh, at the end of your uh, basically compare dice results phase of combat. You're going to look at how many successes you have, and then you're going to move that many steps down your tree, and you're going to apply those effects step by step by step. Um, so, I mean, damage is a good thing, but I think that status is are another thing that you're going to see a lot of on combat trees and are going to be something that makes people very happy to see on their combat trees. And then uh, shoves, there's uh, some repositioning that happens on both sides. Where uh, So basically, your combat tree is going to tell you how the combat resolves from here. And it's going to be a combination of damage and status effects and movement on the table, either your movement or your opponent's movement. Awesome. Okay, now what do you? What is okay? If you were to have the perfect combat tree, <laughs> whoa! That's, whoa. I'm, really, I'm really curious. No, because like I, I think it's actually a really good question. Because I'm going to ask you next on this. So be prepared. Um, 
Sam, if you were to have the perfect combat tree, don't say why, just say what it was. Give me the give me five blocks. Honestly, it should just be like like two damage and a sweet effect every single time. Like I feel like that's that's an amazing combat tree. Like, oh look, two damage and a really sweet okay, effect. Okay, but like but like I think it's very important. Sorry, I mean, I'm not going to go ahead. Oh, yeah, Omnis, what about you? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you, you had your chance. Omnis, it's your turn. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I think it, you know, it depends on which character that we're talking about, right? But, like, um, looking at, say, uh, Rex's. I don't have the names on these cards, but I'm pretty sure this is Rex's. Advanced Combat Training. He's mm-hmm. got Pin on the first success. Yep. Right, like, and so that's that's a big deal. Then he's got damage mixed in. He's got a strain or a push at third success, and then you know you you can move into uh, a replenish or an advance in damage. Um, for for a secondary, this tree is pretty amazing to me. Um, and so that's the kind of so that's kind of the thing that I thought would be really interesting to talk about here is like depending on the the role of the character and how flexible their those are. Um, so say for example, um, on the flip side, um, I I struggle a little with um, Asajj's Makashi form mm-hmm. because it it pushes her push or her activate the force ability to a fifth success, which I think is hard to get to. Right, like three to four is kind of the sweet spot, I think, for a big effect. But pushing it to a five, I think, means that you know you're not going to get that off as much. Where her Jarkai side is really interesting to me. It doesn't it doesn't have a, a pin until six successes, but you have like a super heavy damage side that's just two damage, two damage, two damage. So if you want to put in damage, you can. And then it's got a heavy support side, right? That's got strain and a damage, um, disarm and a damage, expose and a damage. And then either one of those routes gives you your force push at the fourth success. Mm-hmm. That's that's a really, really solid tree to me. Um, and so that was kind of what I was hoping that we would get to in this episode is like evaluating it. How do you figure out whether or not this tree is solid? Um, and so what I think I had one. Um, Anakin's got a I good th- tree. Uh, and uh, we can we can get to his trees a little later. Um, I don't know. I was shit on Darth Maul too much the last time of round. Oof. Um, well, Darth Maul's got a killer um, tree. Like look at his tree. Like it's actually really good. Uh, we'll get to Dark Ball. <laughs> um, uh, disruptive okay. tactics is. I'm trying not to just trash on Darth Maul. Like I'm trying to move okay. on. Like okay. um, I believe disruptive tactics are the super commandos, and this is a tree that I think is fine. This is where like if if the other parts of a character are super great. You know, you got two damage, and then you move into some of the salt. Like, you can get a strain pretty early on, and you can get a jump on a third success. And you've got a direction that can give you both a, a disarm and an expose. But, overall, it's not heavy damage. It doesn't give you pin. Um, I, I think, like, the super commandos have kind of a middle-of-the-road um, tree. Oh, okay, um, so I'm going to counter you here. I'm going to counter okay. you here, though. Um, super commandos also get a jump option where a lot of people don't really actually get the jump option where I think getting mobility off your combat tree is incredibly strong. Either control or mobility. But they, I mean, 
they have access to a jump. Most of the trees have pushes mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, yeah, I mean, mobility is not bad. Like, this is still a very mobile game. But I just looking at the super commandos, I'm like, that tree does not. That tree does not excite me. Well, let's let's compare them to Clan Crees. Let's just take. Uh, let's just uh, on the spot right here. Let's go, Clan Crees. Let me pull this up. All right, Clan Crees. I actually think Clan Crees has a better tree. Uh, to be are they are yeah. they skirmish tactics? Yeah, skirmish tactics. What, okay, so yes. They got, I, I think they, they are got, also. Yeah, they, they got. They have a really good tree because uh, it's yeah. like they got pin, or you could do two shoves, which gets around that steadfast that a lot of clones mm. slash Bo-Katan has. Um, huh. I actually think Clan Crees has a stronger combat tree than the Supermandos. They're not pumping as much damage, but they're impacting more control onto the opponent because they have shoves, they have pin, they have other conditions. Um, and then they're putting out okay damage. Like, they could still, like, almost kill a clone, which I guess is, like, the lowest health pool for a support. Or, um, su- yeah, support. Yeah. Can't, like, anyone kill a clone, though? That's been my experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Clan Crees yes, can't. Clan Crees is the huh. only one that can't from one shot. Uh, because they only sure, but they have, they have how many dudes in that unit though? Yeah, they have two. But then the single oh, okay. like like everybody else pumps out focused. seven damage pretty much. Um, so if I'm somebody, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure everybody can pump out seven damage except for the uh, clan Grees. Um I believe that's the case. I was looking at it the other day. One, well, they're light uh, so, uh, Rex six. can't. Magnet can't. I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple out there. There's a couple. But I agree with I you. The Clank Freeze is, is really solid. Like in the third yeah. damage, you get a choice between expose or disarm, which is really flexible. Because um, you could, you know, expose for the other commando. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's just good. You you have potentially three pushes within four damage. That that's really solid. I, I yeah. This is this is the sort of tree that in general you don't see a ton of damage. But you've still got six damage over the course of but five successes. I think, potentially. I think the craziest thing to look at when you're looking at the Clan Kreese's tree is you're going to have two of these shots going into somebody. That is what you need to look at when you're looking at this tree. Because when you compare Clan Kreese to the Superman, this is the, this is the spot that I've been at with like what I want to play recently. Is I want to play Clan Kreese or do I want to play Supermandos? And I actually think it comes down to Clan Kreese because they're more impactful to a game state than the Supermandos are. They're the best support unit in the game so far. Of course, like, I don't know why that's a question. But, but uh, like, let's. But I think we're, we're trying to explain why, though. That's. I think we yeah. come down to like it's the conditions and the I guess like board state control that they are impacting during their actions, and then you're getting two shots out of it. So one of the other things, like when it comes to evaluating the combat trees, right? So say, um, looking at Asajas, right? There's so much that I like about the Jarkai side. Right? Like, you have the choice between damage when you want it. You have the choice between a bunch of status effects with a little bit of damage. Mm-hmm. Either way, you get a push on four. It's just a really solid... You get a pin on seven. Like, her whole Jarkai side is hot. I love it. But then there's so many things about the Makashi side that I think are, like, where I can still see... That, I'm not saying never use Makashi. Because I think there are times when it can be really good. Especially when you, you want the replenishment. Where you want to, like, refill a character. But I also think it's interesting. Makashi does not have a fifth success. Yeah. Makashi is four successes, and then well, that, you get nothing. That brings me so, to yeah. wanted to also talk about the 212th versus the 501st. Because I see a lot of discussion. I think it's actually a really hot topic right now. Because I see a lot of people talking about why am I paying four for the 212th and only three for the 501st. Where the 501st... <laughs> so good. 
Um, but that's that's the thing though. It's like, but like when you really think about it, the two twelfth needs one less success to do more damage than the five hundred first does. So it depends on. It comes back to what you said at the handy? very beginning. Yeah. Um, I don't have that one. one. Second. You want to so two twelfth like Discord or something? So a damage yeah, and damage and shove. It's just, <laughs> expose four damage. Then four damage. Yep. So the biggest thing about it is it's only four lawn. Um, but like they're there, and you gotta look at the role of their combat tree. I think that's something that we're kind of like dancing around, but haven't like hit the head on yet. Is the role of their combat tree is to do damage. The role of the super commandos is to do damage. Where the five hundred first, their role is to put conditions and do good damage, which is where they kind of still outbeat the two twelfth. All right, where um, did you put it? Oh, you want an actual picture? Uh, give me one second. Yeah, I want to. I want to. Sam, talk. Participate in the conversation. <laughs> I just don't have that one handy. I was like, I want to go try to find it and download it. Let me find my. Snap. Well, I guess if anything, I fall in the camp that's like, hey, you know what? This doesn't seem like it's that much better. I agree that the damage tree is that much better, but the the chassis feels very similar yeah. to me still. Uh, the the range is good. I have not completely figured out where and how to play clones. Yet, uh, they they're interesting. They have they definitely have utility to them, but I have struggled to get them to output unless they're just you know rolling crazy crit fire. Person, I think that's a, that's the thing. Like the two twelve, like when you have Cody there, like honestly, like I I'm be completely honest here. I think the two twelve and Cody are kind of a miss. Um, like Cody's round one compared to Rex's round one is like, does this character even exist? Um, where Rex is like, I do everything you want and then some. Um, you want to see Rex like, early and you want to see yeah. Cody after your opponent's kind of in position. You, you, you want to see Cody never. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you activate Cody, you just wish it was Rex. Let's be real. Um, but like Rex is so strong where Cody's just very much like, I'm, I wish I was here at a party, but like, like he has a lot of tools. <laughs> But he's good, and I guess this is where the two twelfth is good too. Is they're good struggle two forward, where Rex is really good, and the power first is really good struggle one, and the whole longevity of the game. Uh, but Cody doesn't really start to really do things I've noticed until he's like struggle two past. Well, so I think the reality here is that there probably where there's some element of wanting Anakin to be good, right? Like, that yeah. was probably a core... Like, he's one of the more influential characters in the Star Wars universe. And part of that is is he's down a squad point, right? And so if the only unit that he can take that gets him to that spot is bad, that would make Anakin bad, right? Okay, so here's here's my follow-on question to you real quick. Not to, inter- not to interrupt you, but not to interrupt you. Do you to think interrupt that they Yeah, do you think... <laughs> I'm gonna let you that- finish, but Magna Guards... <laughs> I'm not going to let you finish, but I'm not going to interrupt you. Do you think, though, that like they are designing the squad building points and the cost around boxes? Like, and like, like, and is that possibly a bad decision? Let's get into some hot territory here. We are building it that way, right? Because you would want, like, if you want to have like Luminara come out. You would yeah. want her to be able to play with the secondary and the support unit that's in that that box. That, would, that, that box, would make yeah. sense. Is that good for hardcore, super number crunchy players like us? 
Probably not, but I feel like that's just a reality of something we're going to have to work with. But we're also fine with, like, okay, Luminara comes with these. I will just play Django or whatever. I don't care. You know, I will play whatever's the best in that slot. That's that's fine. But I think it would be really weird for the public if you couldn't, if, like, a box came together and you couldn't just, like, play that as, you know... Because to a certain extent, right now, you could just walk up to a wall, right, buy Obi and his clones, and buy, you know, Luminara, when, like, when they're all out, right? Like, and then you're like, boom, yeah. I've got a force, right? Like, I can just, I can play these, and now I've got my two squads. Um, and I think you want that to be that way, and maybe down the road it won't, but I don't know. It's not that big of a deal to me. I, the, I the honestly comment, think... Hey, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Go back to my point. Yeah. <laughs> I already heard you once. <laughs> My point was that I think the clone troopers, the 501st, are a, like on the upper end of the scale because it mm-hmm. was important for Anakin to be good. And you needed to not feel like him being down a point was too negative of an impact. Yep. But you didn't want him to be able to take any other secondary support package that they designed for anyone else and just slot it in with him potentially. Um, so you have some level of restriction for the fact that he's a really strong character. And I think that that was important. But the 501st are really good. But yep. the other thing is, like, having pin and a damage on your one success is still really solid. The Super Commandos wish they could be that good. So I think that the expertise trees between these two units of clones is where the biggest difference comes in. Because the 501st expertise tree is trash. And I don't mean that in like a, this model is trash, burn it in the hill. Oh, I just mean like, like just one, the one to three is a single a extra hit. Get a strike. And three plus is a crit. One. Right? Like that is that is just yeah. not very much. No other defense and, isn't that great either. And melee, oh, no, the melee defense? For a strike. They come in for that <laughs> melee defense and just get rocked. They just get rolled by anybody who gets close to them. But let me look at the 212. Go ahead and go to the 212's expertise tree. Yeah, that's a great expertise tree. It just starts off with damage and crits. Like that's exactly yeah. what I want to see on an expertise uh, again, tree. Again, I think this comes back to what I was saying though, is I think it's like coming down to the expertise is really defining the role of these units. Um and not expertise, but the combat tree is defining the role of the unit. The five of first is there to sit on a point, impart conditions, and be annoying. Where the two twelfth is there, and like somebody uh, Spencer said in the chat, like the two twelfth does consistent damage. Um, they're they're going to be doing damage when they shoot, even if it's just one from the expertise. Like they're still going to be doing damage more than likely. Um, and I think that's where when you evaluate these combat trees, is being able to determine what is the role of this character and is it going to actually benefit me. So that's where you go. Like the list that I'm playing around with is. Like, do I want red mandos or blue mandos? Do I want clan crees or super commandos? And it's like, for what I want to do, I actually want the super commandos because I want some, I want to support, I want to support that's going to be up in your face and punch you. Man, I've seen super commandos one shot in Obi Wan. Like, get out of here. <laughs> um, dice can dice. That's not a, like, I guess, I guess that one shot. It's a, it's a one two punch. It's a one two punch. One two punch. You need both of them to do it. Um, <laughs> My dice hey, was so hot, I just die. wiped that thing off the board. Nah. No, like it's like average dice. They didn't even get their full trees. Mm. Um, 
But it comes down to you, like, to trash what? on Darth Maul, and now you're trashing on the Queen's Commandos. <laughs> All bets are off now, I, Dizzard. I was trying I, to be okay, nice. No, 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 no. Let me, let me come back here. I, I think the Krees and the Supermandos are in the same position, especially being in the core box. Uh, because they are on opposing sides. They're doing two different things. The Krees are all about let me be at range and shoot you and pump damage into you and conditions and be annoying as shit. Like, the Krees are amazing. And then the Supermandos are like, I'm gonna go and punch you in the face because I don't care. Um, and best car armor expertise is amazing. Um, but I would say, like, if we were to evaluate one by one, point value to point value, for impact on the game and what is happening, the Clan Krees have a better combat tree. Than, than the supermandos. Like supermandos. Okay, because they're both they're both cost four. They both pretty much have the same abilities across the board. One's range, one's melee. Very obviously, like supercommandos have impact, clan crees have sharpshooter. Um, but like the combat tree for the clan crees is well, number one. It's more versatile. Like they have are arguably better options. Where do I want to go this tree or do I want to go this tree? Um, so it's like. When you look at the super commandos, it's very much like I'm gonna go this way because this is what I'm here for. Um, their other three way really doesn't benefit them all that much, which is the one with the jump. Because like if you get the one with the jump, it's probably because you like flubbed your roll and you're like I didn't get to go all the way I needed to go. So let's stop comparing character to character uh, for okay. the moment because obviously there's a lot more to it. Let's talk about some of the primaries and like maybe let's do Darth Maul now. And like, okay, cover, cover dark so rage versus sinister cunning. When do you, so when, how do you decide when do you when do you do which? Which do you like? You, right. you play mall more than I, Sam okay. and I. So how do you right. when do you pick? What how do you evaluate the the two and when do you choose right. one or the so other? So here's here's and what why you is do. dark rage absolute trash. Okay, so here's what you do. <laughs> um, you start the game off in dark rage when you're playing mall. Because if your opponent gives you somebody... No, 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 hear me out. Hear me out on this. You start with Dark Rage, because if somebody gives you a target, then you're going to go and pump a lot of damage into them. Other than that, you never see Dark Rage again. Like, you start the game out in Dark Rage, and then as soon as you activate Maul, he goes to Sinister Cunning, and he's just staying on Sinister Cunning. Because, number one, like... Yes, it looks like a lot of damage, but when we look at that combat tree, it says damage, 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 strain, damage, shove, or, <laughs> and then you got damage, 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 damage. So then okay, let's so reading combat the trees is rather than just really goofy. Um, it is. What, it is. So we agree that like sinister cunning feels like the strong side. It absolutely it's... is. Like, which one's the lightsaber throw inside? That's the one people care about. Sinister cunning. That's sinister. Because, like the biggest thing about it is number one, Maul's hurting himself to do whatever he wants. That, that's just how he plays. Um, you need defense. Where sinister cunning, you're getting six dice for defense plus a two block expertise tree for his defense. Also on his offense, his expertise tree is still just better on sinister cunning. Like you're getting a crit and a damage. Um, immediately. On the other one, you get a crit and a damage. Sure, it's the same thing. I think it's the same, actually. Uh, but you get the thrown lightsaber yeah. as well, which gives you versatility in what you want to do with Maul. But the biggest thing is, you look at his tree, like, he's still pumping out. This is what, like, really threw me for a loop. Is, like, it's the same amount of damage. It says Dark uh, dark Rage, you get more damage early. Uh, this one, you're getting damage and you don't even get mobility. more damage early. Is it more? Is it not more damage? It's, I the, it it's the same. It's the, the same. Like, 
It's okay, literally so yeah, the literally, same amount right. of damage. There's, there's literally no until... reason to go on Dark Rage um, the entire game. You yeah. have to start Sinister Cunning because that way you can heal off the, of your first attack. The only point where you get one more damage is at the fifth success. Yeah, is where it's one like, more damage. Otherwise, it is yeah. the same amount of damage the whole way. But like, how many damage is it at five successes on Monstry? It's ten. Both sides. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Oh, sorry, that's six. That's six successes. That's six. Okay, so what's five? If, if five if... on Sinister Cunning will be seven, and on Dark okay. Rage, oh god, this is the weird one. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven. it's only eight. But okay. if you get they both to, kill clones, if you get yep. to a sixth success, Sinister Cunning is three successes. So it yep. ends up being like yep. there's only this... one damage amount where Sinister Cunning is actually a lower <laughs> amount of damage, mm-hmm. but. The whole it's at set, the end of the tree, right? Uh, and then at the end of the tree, you're still at you're at the same amount of damage, and that's and, where I think this is this is where the evaluation and, comes well, in. Well, then it also comes down to you got to look at the expertise. You have to look at the expertise when you're looking at these double stance cards because the defensive expertise yes, is defensive. huge for Maul. Well, it's also um, huge for Asajj. You look at Asajj as well. Asajj is another let's, one. Where you look let's at focus on okay, Maul for a minute. Well, let's not bounce around too much. Okay. We're talking about so, Maul in a positive Maul, light. You have me talking about Maul in a positive light. Don't, okay, don't shift me off to a better character. So, so the biggest thing about Maul on Sinister Cunning is, one, you're getting one more block uh, die, which is honestly huge in this game. That one die yeah. like has felt huge. Um, and then your expertise is you're getting you're one extra block. <laughs> Fair. Um, yeah. Then like Dude, your expertise one... is a block. The, the expertise of one, two, or three expertise all giving you two blocks yep. is a big deal. Because a lot of time you have one expertise. And just having that always be two blocks as opposed to even if you have three defensive successes or three yep. expertise on Dark Rage side, now, you're still only blocking one. Now, I want to say about this is people might say, well, expertise for defense for three and four plus on Dark Rage looks really, really good. But tell me, when are you going to roll three expertise on five dice? I mean, yeah, I mean, there, ha- there would have to be some sort of buff situation down the yeah, road. Yeah, like it, but, it, um, that, that's that's yeah. the thing is like the likelihood of you hitting that three or more successes where that defensive expertise is huge isn't very high where you're just instantly that first one, you're already hitting more blocks, which is big. Like, yeah, you're not going to get the jump. You're not going to get the heal. But if you're on that first side, you're probably just dead anyways because you're probably already down three health, and that means your opponent only has to do eight, which is not that difficult for most support in this game. Yeah, But yeah, I just want to emphasize, on Sinister Cutting, you have push and damage, advance and damage, pin and damage. Right? Like, within your first three successes. Right? Like... Reposition. Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's a... It's a full yeah. advance, right? It's not a little short push. It's not a dash. It's not a jump. It's he's super fast, and that's that's one of the things I think Dark Rage gets to be a little bit of a trap. And yeah. the what you get out of Sinister Cunning is just money the whole way through. Yeah, and, no, I am I am on Sinister Cunning pretty much the entire game, except for when yeah. I first start for that one chance that my opponent gives me somebody, and I get a huge spike into them. It's literally just banking on luck. There's no additional spike. The damage is the same. That was a misevaluation on my part, I'll be honest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's the thing, you like look at it, right? And this is where the evaluation comes in. And this is why I 
pitched this as uh, yeah. um, as the topic for this well, episode. Because this also I, I don't think it's easy. To, the damage trees are hard to evaluate. It also just comes down to like looking at like why it's important to know how to evaluate these trees and like what you want to look for. Uh, because number one, I got to lie, like I I miss. I, I actually went down the wrong branch with Mall's tree. I forgot that there was that one yeah. loop-de-loop um, on the bottom there were all the damages. Well, and so, so there really is no about the, the expertise, right? We were just talking about the clones and how a lot of them in their in their first bit of damage, right? Like, we were just talking yeah. about, like, the... the um, what are these? Are, these are Obi's clones, right? Uh, the, um, the 212th? Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're Obi's? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. so... On two or three successes, right, they're only getting in two damage. Yes. And so that means if you are on Sinister Cunning, if you roll at least one expertise, you're just taking no damage from those clones in most situations, right? And I think that's what's important for Maul is when he can mitigate all of those little shots into him, right? He's not going to live through Anakin. Nobody lives through Anakin. But the the point is, is like when he's on Sinister Cunning... I have had problems where you're like, Maul is at one health left. But when he's on this, when he's on Sinister Cunning, you're like all of these like random supports and stuff. (laughs) And the guard. (laughs) (laughs) And it gets overrated. I can't help it. I'm sorry, listeners, that I have to be the voice of reason <laughs> and accept that some things are really good. And, uh, yeah. Anyway. I think, that, so when I'm looking at a, at a tree, I want to look at the damage on the tree. I want to know how much damage is on it. I'm especially going to look at the damage in the first three steps because I feel like you have a better chance of hitting, like, your first, like, like one, two, three oh, steps than you do on, was, like, the entire rest of the tree. That was one of the exact points I wanted to get to. Um, and uh, well, can I cantina stolen. for a minute? Can I can I derail and go back to the <laughs> yeah, cantina go ahead, go for ahead. a minute? Absolutely, yeah, okay. absolutely. Time to open up beer two. Velasa Hoptor. That's actually really cool. Guardian <laughs> IPA by Ninkasi is my second beverage of the evening, and All so right. we get that that fresh snap on the on yep, the show. There you go. Um, but anyway, that I wanted to come back to Sam's point and just be like. What do you think is the right amount of successes to kind of expect, right? And, like, so when I'm looking at Asage, I don't expect to hit five. And I think hitting four is probably, like, 50-50. But I feel like getting one, two, or three on some of the primaries is pretty common, is pretty normal. Um, Is that kind of where you guys are at, too? I only care about rolling crits. (laughs) (laughs) That is not even an answer to my question. That's an answer to a different question that nobody asked. I have found that you can't count on more than one to two, just in general. Yeah, you, yeah. you are probably going to get one to two. Uh, when I roll defense, I, I feel like I, I often give up like the, the four and five step. <laughs> I only I get do. those when I roll crits. I feel Sam is the um, pessimist of the cast. Got it. I feel this is the I, optimist. I, I yeah, no, you got it. You got, you got five. On every, what am every I? Attack, am I a, five. Am I the logic? I don't know. What a, You're the, what's, real, what's the realist. The realist. Yeah. Mm. Um, but no, all right, in all reality, our... though, <laughs> in all, all reality, um, I don't know. I feel like you're right there. I think primaries, you're you're more than likely on average going to be hitting three, like on average three. I feel like supports, you're looking at one, maybe two, because like the expertise tree for a lot of supports, this is trash. Um, 
and then like your uh sorry uh and then your secondaries i feel like secondaries like actually hit harder than most of the primaries do i feel like i don't know what it is but i feel like they're more often hitting that fourth and fifth tree more than primaries do um i'm gonna derail again with some beer talk um i just want to say if you're gonna go out and buy ninkasi stuff i know this is widely available the Celestial IPA, I would 100% buy again. Now that I've tried Velocihopter, even though it's a slightly better name, it's got to kind of have a weird bite to it. And if you like that, um, but uh, I like the Eclipsosaurus Celestial IPA better. Just for the for the beer drinkers. Who what kind of IPA. what kind of hops is your uh, Raptosaurus Rex? I don't I don't know, but. Should I know? Does it say? You- I'm assuming the first one is the celestial hops. Because like different types of hops can punch you in the mouth differently. Oh, yeah. Is that I you're you're past my level of knowledge here. <laughs> um, is, is there a o- celestial hops? Omnis like, yeah. is like I like the t- noise and I like the way it tastes. Sam's like Or or I don't. Mm, what percentage of the hops do you got going on there? I had a good lecture on Heineken the other night and it was it was fun. Did right, he used to be a bartender? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's where it is. Yeah. Within so you have knowledge we don't have. Within Ninkasi's garden <laughs> lurks Velocihopter Guardian and protector of Ninkasi's <laughs> mystical hops. After all, the name Velocihopter is derived from Latin velox, meaning swift, and hopter, meaning hop dinosaur. <laughs> when she spots an intruder, this swift dino delivers a quick and complex punch. Melon, papaya, and earthly hop notes collide with just a touch of honey. All right. Does that answer any of your questions? Because no. I don't think it does. <laughs> so that was like the equivalent of him answering your question earlier. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Is there actually celestial hops? Like, I have no idea. Like, in all honesty, I'm like, I, I, I I'm like Star Lord brought the celestial hops to like. I've been playing a bunch of like RPGs, and there's like celestial ore, and like so. I'm imagining it's like, is there like some sort of special planet you go to for celestial hops? Is that like no. a thing that Han Solo Maybe. smuggles? It's like I got the celestial hops in the back for Ninkasi. Gotta get through this blockade, you know? Uh, <laughs> um, anyways, I, I do think, though, like, as I was saying, was I do think that primaries, you're looking at 3+. plus. Like, I, I don't think I've had a primary hit less than 3. Like, 3 is very common. If it, like, hits less than 3, it's really just one of those situations where it's like, well, this sucks. And most of the time it's because Maul went into somebody with 15 dice and just completely whipped all of it. Uh, it's well, a Hulk situation. That's one of the things with Anakin, right? Where I'm like, man, I fucking got him disarmed. And uh, and then you're just like, two successes is still five damage. Yeah. And three successes is still seven. <laughs> and strain. Like... You know, well, it's or, like his his expertise so, too is like he's like what like two crits off his first expertise or something like that. Let's talk it's about one those crits and then two crits off two or three and then three crits off of four plus. Because Annie and Obi both have wildly different trees yes. front and back. Okay, those trees are crazy. Like Anakin's is like. I, I feel like they both have a tree that you're just like, why would I ever use the other one? <laughs> well, I think obviously Shien form, you are sacrificing the insane tree yes. for 
an extra defense, defense tie. Where I think with <laughs> an extra like, defense tie. <laughs> but his like I will say Sheen's expertise tree for defense, but maybe it's just a thing where with Anakin you could start in Gemso, right? And then after you activate or like after you do your attacking, sure. you switch to Sheen. And then the next round, or, you know, but basically you just, you set yourself up for occasionally switching to Xi'an just for a defensive round because of how you can switch. You will start in a form, right, and then you can switch ones for free during your activation. So I, I don't know how often I would ever choose to, like, activate and make attacks in the Xi'an form because there, right. there isn't anything special. I mean, unless you're just like, oh, I just have to push you off to win the game. He's got push, 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 sure. jump. Right, like, uh, but it, it, I mean, like the the expertise on defense is like one one block off between yeah, the two but, different forms. So, like, you're rolling an extra die, but like, you're rolling an extra die, and your expertise defense tree is is better. If you don't roll the expertise, then it doesn't really matter. His his other form just it still is. It, you're not leaving that much on the table, and I feel kind of like the inverse is true with Obi Wan. Where his like his defensive stance, his defensive expertise is actually worse for like the damage that actually gets through. Downgrading crits is insane. Yes. Downgrading like like adding two blocks is good, but downgrading crits is insane. And mm-hmm. I I so like Obi Wan's like defensive like health tree is great because on offense he's adding crits. I like that. That's cool. I love adding crits. Anakin mm. adds crits too, right? Feels great when you're just like, oh, I just dropped two extra crits into this. Like, yeah, okay, that's two more steps down the tree. But then I, it seems like with, with Obi-Wan especially, it's like you need those heals that are on his his other side yeah. because y- your your defense isn't as good because you're, you're just taking all those crits instead of being able to downgrade failures and stuff. I don't know. So, well, I, have, I haven't been able to figure out Anakin or uh, Obi-Wan's like healing tree form yet. So the other thing with Anakin, right, like because you only remove one status effect, at four successes he has strain and pin. Like, even though he's going to kill you, you then have to start, you have to choose the next round. Like, do I start strained or pinned? Just from Anakin. Like, Gemstone is so nuts. I want to ask you guys a question real quick. Go ahead and and get your your, your Asajj card up and tell me why... I would want to be off of Jarkai because I think Jarkai just arguably always good for her. I'm not even sure that Asajj's strength is on her combat tree. To be perfect, no, her, her strength is that force push. Let's be real; it's the force push and the mobility, right? Well, like yeah. you can just force be like push for free on Jarkai on the success four is like every other. It's, it's success four on both sides. You guys, do you get four oh, successes? Because I don't. <laughs> I get four successes when I'm well, on my I just, and I roll I just, four crits. I look at, I look at Jarkai, <laughs> and I'm like, this is really, really good defensive for her expertise and really good offensive expertise, and she's just pumping out damage, and if she hits that fourth tree, like, it's just a push. Uh, and then her other side, it's just like, I need to heal, and I need to heal, like, right now. Um, is basically what that says to me. Like it, that's yeah. I don't get the, I don't get the Makashi form side. Like yeah, I don't, it, I don't, I don't really. I haven't really had a, a game. slightly better expertise tree for offense. Yeah, right? but you're also one less die, which is also like, you're one yeah. less die. So and it's one through three, you're getting two crits. 
versus on the other side at four you're getting two crits and a hit so downgrading crits is huge like I, it is like that aggressive defense is like monstrous do you think this is intentional right because if you know the lore anakin prefers fighting in gemso that's yeah. his preferred style and i think asajj i don't know enough but jarkai is like Jarkai is the form that she likes, right? And yep. Makashi is what Dooku teaches her because he loves Makashi. Yes. That's his preferred style. But Jarkai is her preferred style. Do you think this is a little bit of like they want to make sure the stronger tree is the preferred style you know and then the if, other side is Is Obi-Wan's preferred form Ceresi, though? Like, no, his, uh, yeah. his, uh, well, the, it starts with an A. His is the one that starts with an A. Ataru. Ataru is his preferred? Yeah. That's Sur- his preferred? Ceresu okay. is... Um, I thought Seresu was Obi. I thought the iconic, style. yeah. No, no, no. I, no, no. His, I could have sworn his preferred was Ataru because he tried teaching Anakin Ataru. No, I. But I think the lore is is that reversed. Um, maybe Anakin. So I think um, <laughs> Obi Wan went Seresu because. <laughs> He saw Qui-Gon die. I thought that was yeah. supposed to be the lore that he learned Suresu because Suresu is better against lightsaber combat. And he wanted to move away from the, the Qui-Gon that focused on like blocking blaster bolts and stuff like that. And Suresu is like he wants to live through fighting other Sith and stuff because what's, what's he the one that he teaches Anakin. He teaches Anakin she I thought he teaches Anakin Shia. Oh, because Anakin, Anakin, Anakin Ceresu learns is the, the. Okay, so Anakin learns the footwork of Ceresu, and I guess why they say Anakin's like a hybrid fighting style. He's not really dedicated to one. He's the chosen one. Come on, he's well, the he, chosen he one. uses Gem So like Mace, where that's his preferred, more aggressive yeah. style. I don't think he ever like fully accepts what Obi Wan wants to teach. Where like Obi Wan wants to focus on I mean, Ceresu because he wants the same to survive thing as the battles with Sith. It's the same thing as Ahsoka, where it's like she just went off on her own and said, fuck you, Anakin. Uh, I mean, would any of us not say fuck you, Anakin, if we had to like deal with him on just, a regular basis? Just a long line of failed teachers. All, all I know is them so business. Um, I mean, like in all, in all reality, um, I don't know. Like, I, I think, let's, let's try to bring this back to the... the Question okay, so hand. Like, I'm going to ask the, the the people in chat. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm totally. Ahead. You you will have to like tell me if they answer. But I I'm curious, and maybe this is something like if you're listening to this like on Spotify or something after the fact. I'm really curious. Do you guys like it? I I, I mean rephrase. I don't want to say you guys. I say that too much now. I'm trying to. Like, do you nerds? Folks. I want to say not folks. God, I'm nerds. trying to rebel no, against nerds. my Idaho roots. Nerds. You nerds. You nerds. You nerds. <laughs> Do you like it when we, when we deal with, <laughs> when we derail into some um, lore talk and stuff, like intermix it in? Like, we're not going to be, like, primarily lore, but do you want to, like, just have some random Star Wars talk thrown in? Tell us in chat. Tell us in Discord. I'm, I'm just curious, like, are you, are you cool with a little bit of that coming in? Do you like it? Well, um, but yeah, my street cred's not the, coming from playing this game, so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I so I technically grew up in eastern Washington on the Snake River, but I spent a lot of time on the Idaho side because it's literally you just cross a bridge, and I've swam across the Snake River multiple times. And so the reality is where I grew up, as much as I'll say Washington, so you imagine Seattle, I grew up in bumfuck nowhere Idaho, essentially northern Idaho. Um, and so I'm, I'm rebelling against the shit like saying folks and stuff like that. Uh, well, folks is what so, the, well, the politicians say, along with so, their okay. I'm not going to point at you 
hand positioning. Well, Oh, we'll talk. I, I'm just assuming. Yeah, I will point at you, you quick. listener, you. <laughs> that is a you, great you squad okay, you're so, thinking about. No, I, think, I believe I think... in you, and you have a wonderful beard, unlike Dizzards, because he shaved wow. it off out of disrespect okay. for his own right. facial hair. He Maul hated doesn't it have internally. A beard. He got rid of it, and Maul is half doesn't a have Sith. a beard, ha- half a Sith. Um, but anyways. Uh, like so I was thinking I had to get up. I really had to use the bathroom, but um, I'm assuming that you were saying like, do people actually like find it enjoyable when we derail, or would they rather stay yeah. on topic? Well, I specifically was asking about Star Wars lore derailment. Yeah, like, we okay. we started talking about the forms and stuff. Did I tell say yeah. on the last episode when we were doing the the demo at um at Adepticon and the the, the wonderful um demoer was sort of like, oh well, in this form is off, and I'm like. I know the four. I'm one of those nerds who just knows what the forms are. So I know just by the name of it which one is the offensive form and which one is the defensive form. I was like, I'm Good. that kind of Star Wars nerd. Well, we'll allow you access to the council, but we do not grant you the rank of master. All right. I want to look at one last tree before we sure. get off this. Those, oak? And, uh, Mike also, yeah, Oak. <laughs> um, uh, Mike wanted us to talk about this too. Is Dooku's combat trees, especially now because we've seen Shit, his second side from PCN's um, stream. Um, where he's got Makashi and he has uh, Can somebody send... I am not prepared. Mastery. I am so sorry. Can someone... <laughs> Which one do you want? Force Mastery? Give me the, give me the Makashi. Give me, I need both, I got apparently. You. Where I don't I have this you. handy. I didn't know we were going to be talking about Dooku. I should have been prepared. I take responsibility for my lack of preparation. and I just I grabbed a bunch of the ones that I thought were interesting from the core set, the important and I did not thing, have Dooku handy. The important thing I is love you, you thank you a for, yummy drink. I'm glad I was able to bring some hop hilarity with reading off a label. I was just trying to channel my inner Alfredo's podcast and be like, "Oh, can I'm going to read the back of the beer can? Can you can you guess which beer this is?" All right. Because, so uh, the biggest things when you're looking at Dooku's tree is I think okay. when he got the Force Mastery spoiled from PCNs. Um, for people who don't know, uh, Professional Academy Network, they were given a box and they were allowed to open it on uh, a YouTube video. And we got to see Dooku's other combat tree side, as well as AMG as folded officially now. Um, I love Force Mastery because that is a wicked range attack. Like, I am okay dropping guard or run Dooku because I don't need guard no more for a sniper. Where Dooku's just like lightning bolt. Um, like, that is insane. Where he's rolling eight dice for a range four. And he can heal. He can. He got the reposition on this side too. So like his his lack of mobility on his like actives like or his reactives and reactives doesn't really matter because like he's just getting that reposition on what two on his or on one on his Makashi side. Um, like I I definitely feel like Dooku's one where it's like you actually want to use both of his sides. I think he's actually really hard to evaluate because both of no, his sides are insanely good. good. Yeah, like. I, I, Duelist training, like his expertise on his Makashi side, is amazing. But I definitely feel like both of his trees suit to where you are in the game and what you're trying to actively do with him. And I could see him being a per, like a character that you are like, I'm flipping back and forth constantly throughout the game with his trees. Dooku's bonkers. <laughs> like I, I don't have anything else I'll to take, say about Dooku. Like, sure, we can call these a hot take if you want to, but like I. 
I, no, I, I, think I will, Dooku is I will die on this hill for now. He yeah. is debatably he the best be, he, out of the. He he's might be in, the best he is primary in contention for the best one. primary coming no, out of the I think he is. He is the best primary it's, out of the. It's game not even one. just the trees. Both trees are your Anakin face. Everything I see your, else I see your judgmental face, Anakin, on his card. My good lord, this guy is amazing. My problem with Dooku is that he wants to run droids, which suck by nature. Um, Guard are pretty dope. Magnaguard uh, and yeah, Jango. The 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 action good. compression that he is bringing to the table, yeah, is amazing. And Magnaguard under Dooku are a different animal than just being like, oh, I'm just going to run some Magnaguard. And yeah. they're good by themselves. But, so, like... I want to talk about his trees. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, let's, let's, um, let's break That's these what down. we're here for. Yeah. Right? So what I think is really interesting about his is that there really are pluses and minuses to both sides. Yes. Um, on the Makashi side, his defensive expertise is really good. Insane. Right? Like, And so he definitely has better... He, he has more dice, and he has really strong defensive expertise. Yeah, and I'm going to really have like three plus, the cancel two versatility of the Makashi form is really, I think, on point for Dooku. Yes. Right? Because he can go any direction he wants at any point in time to always get the things that you want. If you want the advance, you've got it. If you want more pushes, you've got it. If you like you just always get to bounce to the 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 right tree and I think that makes a lot of a sense for him. But the fucking force lightning side, right? Force is, mastery. Right, but the force lightning side, side is way better. The side that <laughs> wants to use force lightning um, I do think it's interesting that if you want the pin, you do sacrifice damage a little bit for healing himself or yeah. someone else. But I, I think that's still really interesting synergy where he can play a support side, right? Where he does some damage, he heals himself or like supports someone else and removes status effects, pins someone, what? and then gets to move into an advance in damage. Like he's got two really solid trees. I think that I think, I think he it would be. I think you're in Force Mastery on approach, and you're probably in Makashi for most of the rest of it. Well, I also I feel like Force Mastery is like for retreating. Like, let's say you want to like nope. you go you go into struggle two, and I need to back Duke you up. Nope. I Crit think, to fail. Crit I to fail. Any time. <laughs> you crazy nerds. I'm gonna say with him, I think you have to make constant active decisions about which one is better in the specific scenario. I think any time sure. that a podcaster, pro like, this is early pre-release thoughts, but I would say I think right now, if someone tries to tell you that this is when you do Makashi and this is when you do Force Mastery, I, I just don't think, that's, I don't think that's pertinent. I think he is a character where you will really actively have to make a decision based on the state of the board yeah. more so than maybe any other character in the game. I think he has two really solid things that have pluses and minuses depending on the situation. You're going to have to be very cognizant with him. If you're ready to play Dooku, I think you need to constantly be making the decision. Do you switch? Do you not switch? And maybe he's a character who's always switching, right? Where you're always using the, okay, now I'm going to switch into this, or like every other time so you activate him, you do a switch. My, my counter to this is I, I completely agree with you. I think he's definitely a person or a character in the game that you want to that's be like. That's not a counter. That's an agreement. Okay. Well, oh, I'm, I'm getting to my counter, right? Okay. Uh, so the counter is, is as the opponent, how like is there a way you can manufacture how to go into Dooku? Because most games, I'm just like, I just don't want to attack this guy. 
Okay, we're, we're okay. I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't know the answer. To that I haven't actually played with Dooku yet. Yeah, and so I'm I'm really not sure. But I I, I think he's I think he's really interesting. I I think his trees are more interesting than his card. But the fact that his stuff synergizes so much with Separatists, I was a little yeah. little zoned out for his card. I'm like I don't so, want to play droids. Like, I'm droids I'm a, my thing. I think Mike and I are on the same wavelength when it comes to Dooku. Where. Yeah, um, where his signature ability at the bottom of his card is probably the strongest thing of his card. Like, wow, just signature gaining... ability is the strongest thing on someone's card? <laughs> well, I mean, like, that's the really fact that he you? gains... The fact that he gains... The old ability. The, oh, the brilliance! Wow. Oh, um, my God, I am... Like, oh, oh, I'm just... Oh, my God! A character's signature ability... Is like the best thing for that. Oh, I fuck. Got you. Oh, I just I got my you. mind. But, but hear me, hear me out. Wait, this, so economy is good? Hold on, economy <laughs> is real good, especially for oh, economy. economy is right? Good. Oh, Shit, right. Sam and Dizzard just double on the cream. not just. It's not just the economy, though, right? It's You're the in fact the middle, that too. You, you you not only do you get like more force to do more fun stuff with. But you also get to like move or attack. Yeah. Oh, force oh, yeah. is good and moving. Oh and no! Oh, so hold God. on a second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So, so I've got Django and Asajj and Dooku in the same squad. So I've got two like non-combat related repositions on my opponent's models, and then on top of that, I get my Magna Guard. So I definitely brought those with Dooku. So now I've got the action compression of both Dooku's identity ability. And the Magna Guards? Oh man, this is crazy. That's it a is. lot of that's a lot of additional hey, bonus me, effects me. that I get to hey, do when me, one of my guys dies. But but here, tell me tell me why Anakin is the chosen one. Dooku is the chosen one of the game. <laughs> no, he's not. He can't downgrade crits on with by spending force, so Anakin can still chop his head off. Just saying. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know. I, just, I think you just got to catch him in force mastery. <laughs> I think to wrap up, let's wrap, let's wrap up this this combat tree conversation, right? Okay. So what what are what, what do we got? Pro we got... fucking separatists over here. <laughs> no, oh, no. Think, no, no, no. I is the dark side stronger? I do believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's uh, but the light side. That's... But the light side. No, I that's think you, you That's where you're in your stripes. You run Dooku with Mandos because. I'm sorry, listeners, that I'm podcasting with a bunch of separatist scum over here. I only run Magna Guard. Magna Guard are the only robots I like. Separatist, droid-loving. Literally just, like, playing them for this entire game. I want anybody who's watching the stream and or YouTube video. Watt Tambor podcasting with me. As as somebody literally has an action figure (laughs) Grievous right behind them. Irrelevant. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Top that. Awesome. That's a really sick model. Then. This uh, is the way. This is the way. I can't wait for that model to come out. Man. Yeah. Separate. Um, hello there. Hello there. Uh, so let's go ahead and wrap up these combat trees. What do you think are let's, let's low down and dirty? What do you look for? Sum it up. Sum up the last thirty minutes. <laughs> the stuff that, looks- that you want early in the tree. 
Yeah, I think you look for really <laughs> strong effects on one, two, and three is one yeah. of the yeah. good ways of evaluating whether or not something is like going to be really powerful. Um, I think pin and strain anywhere early in the tree, really, yeah. really good. You're looking at like average damage. If you want a damage dealing character like Anakin, right? You 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 want the high damage early in the tree, so it's dependable. Um, and then some like depending on the role, you just you look for positive things early in the tree, like multiple pushes really early in a tree is is super good. And so and then, and then you um, top it off with that sick sick defensive expertise. Yeah, I mean, defensive the defensive expertise does matter, and so look at the expertise because that's that's tied into it. I feel like that's a, that's that's an evaluation when you're looking at two different trees, right? Because now you want to yeah. understand how do you want to end your turn versus where do you want to start yeah. your turn or where do you want to be at while you're attacking. But like you still you have a little done. bit right, like because you you compare like the super commandos to the clan crees, right? Like you're like oh like which one of these do I want to run? Or maybe you're comparing you know Django to Gar Saxon or or something like that. Um, you you yeah. you still are like making those sort of decisions, so you still might compare trees, but um, yeah, I mean. I think that's the core. Um, and honestly, listeners, if you have something else that you look for that you want to share on Discord or you want to share it on Twitch, and I'm super annoyed because the light is now perfectly coming through the windows and putting just little little eensy teensy pieces of glare on my face that I cannot avoid. It does not matter what I do because fucking sun in Seattle is just out to get me. Yeah, it's like ninety <laughs> degrees there. It's insane. Like, can we not talk about it? Don't remind me. Of Are they it still? Is, is the metal band still practicing? Is the metal band still practicing? Okay, so what Sam's talking about now is there was like a little party in the backyard, like two houses over, and these kids were like singing the alphabet like they were auditioning for a metal band. It was like. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, I definitely have to close the window. And now, now Dizzard has to edit that and like shrink the you know, nah, it's fine. It's shrink fine. The extremes. Yeah, I'll just wait for the complaints of the um, don't meddle in the alphabet ever again. Uh. <laughs> That's how we're going to end every episode now. I dare you to threaten? I dare you to complain right. about that? Uh, overall, I'll start reading beer other... labels every episode. Honestly, it could be part of your cantina corner. Like your cantina Ooh. corner is whatever you want it to be. In the deserts of the southern hemisphere, a mysterious deity lingers. You may not always be able to see Eclipsosaurus, but a massive wingspan beats powerfully, whirling notes of fresh citrus and melon through the air. Legends of Eclipsosaurus, mythical power tell of an ability to move the moon, sun, and stars from the sky itself. Will wow. these celestial wonders continue to shine over the land? I feel like that's like a Mandalorian really? like I, myth I, or something. I yeah, like that one more than the other one. For my, sure. my, beer, my beer has some on the back too. Ooh, I've got a note. I've got a note from my my company on the back. Consumption of alcoholic beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. I got one. Does, I got does one. Podcast count as heavy scenery, like heavy machinery. I got. I got Gizzard, one. How drunk are you? Can you operate podcasting and streaming? Like, I've had two uh, no. sour monkeys and they're pretty no. strong. Um, okay, so we're, we're white males over thirty. Imported. We have to be podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i remember when blogging okay. was nerdy oh man this is the new blog isn't it 
Uh, anyways, yeah, I, I do, absolutely. I do, I am curious though. Uh, people, go ahead and leave a comment in Discord or wherever you see this, whether it be YouTube, Discord, or wherever. Um, on the review, even. Um, do you mind <laughs> the tangents and the side conversations? I guess is the best way to put Come it. Come on, we're not pandering. We are who we are. We are it's who we are. You're right. Never mind. You're right. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I care what you say. I care. I'm a scares. I'll read this it. This is performance I'll, art. So I'll, I'll read what you have to say, and then Sam will say, "I got." Sweet baby Jesus tonight. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that'll wrap it up. Be sure to come hang out with oh, us hold on. on Discord. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I thought it was a good the segue. Okay, Star Wars. I, thing that's after. That's do. after. Oh, after, oh, oh, okay. yeah, oh that's where God. you literally huh. end the episode. It was on such you. a good segue, and then you close it out with that last little bit. There's show notes right, for that, a reason. All right, let's go. Let's do this. You're just not. You're not used to organization. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right, so that'll wrap it us up. Be sure to come hang out with us in the Discord, and thank you for taking the time to listen to us and our drunken ramblings. Always, as always, we will be in your corner of the cantina. Sam, close us out. I think the most Star Wars thing you could do would be to turn off your targeting computer on the final approach. Nerds out! Close the blast doors! <laughs> Open the blast doors! Open the blast doors! I'm not leaving you here! I think that's like the biggest thing about like this intro slash outro is I want to talk during it. Dude, that could be our thing. Curse my metal body! I'm not bringing you in. Frosty.